Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, February 21st. I'm Carrie Ann Bourne. It's February 15th at 9 a.m. and it's a cold, windy morning at the 10 Mile Courthouse on Franklin Street in Fort Bragg, California, where four activists are appearing in court this day. Six activists in total were citizens arrested January 10th in Jackson Demonstration State Forest while protesting the timber harvest plan known as Red Tail. This is the first interaction the protesters have had with law enforcement. They were blockading an entrance to the logging site. The Save Jackson Coalition activists are calling for a halt to all logging while the forest timber management plan is being reviewed. I spoke with the protesters here for their court appearances and the dozen supporters on site, many holding signs on the sidewalk to show their support. The six sure activists really. um, were given I, citations I, I, for I trespassing merit, and false imprisonment, which all are contesting. The four cases are still under review, and the other two protesters' cases are on the docket for February 22nd. Let's hear from an activist who calls himself a silver fox. The odd thing about it is that I was not in the restricted area at all. I was in front of the gate, but I was cited for trespassing. The more murky and bizarre charge is false imprisonment, which is very strange because the gate was open behind me so that the loggers could have walked past. We are trained nonviolently not to impede them in any way. So these charges are very, very strange. There is a deeper story, and it's why the six felt it was important enough to get arrested. Here's where this issue goes far beyond personalities and semantics. Let's hear from Michelle McMillan, lifelong local who says that Big River, an estuary in Jackson State Forest, was her backyard growing up and has come back now to help the Jackson defense with an education in political economics and environmental anthropology. These six forest defenders that were arrested were arrested in Red Tail Timber Harvest Plan. Um, which is an old forest development zone, which means there's limitations on the amount of um, trees they can remove, and the timber harvest plan exceeds those limitations. And letters have been sent, official statements have been made, but the plan was allowed to proceed regardless. On June 18, 2019, Governor Gavin Newsom issued Executive Order N-1519, which acknowledges and apologizes on behalf of the state for the historical violence, exploitation, dispossession, and the attempted destruction of tribal communities, which dislocated California Native Americans from their ancestral land and sacred practices, and to seek opportunities to support California tribes' co-management of and access to natural land that are within a California tribe's ancestral land and under the ownership or control of the state of California. In November of 2021, the County Board of Supervisors passed a resolution asking for a scientific review of the management at Jackson Demonstration State Forest with an eye toward meeting environmental goals laid out by the governor. Let's hear Naomi Wagner, friend and colleague of Judy Berry's, say what this means to her. In Jackson Forest, we have these big old trees that we need for carbon sequestration, we need them for fire resilience, and we need them for the cultural and spiritual um, aspects that are found in the archaeology there. We have, um, we're, our coalition is um, Save Jackson, um, this coalition to Save Jackson Forest, and we're led by the um, Pomo tribe because this is their ancestral territory. Um, and so we really take our um, direction from them 
and the direction we're going is in the direction that the governor, Governor Newsom, is actually taking us. He has made a directive last fall. He issued a directive to all the state lands agencies to start doing co-management with the tribes, and that means including them in all the aspects of management and listening to the tribes when they talk about traditional ecological knowledge. So that's what we're trying to, to promote and support in Jackson now for that directive to be implemented by the Board of Forestry and by CAL FIRE. But they are the problem really that um, they're just dragging their feet, they're stalling, they're not wanting to implement it, and so we have to keep the pressure up. On January 19th, CAL FIRE Deputy Director of Natural Resources Matthew Reichman said, quote, due to delays, no additional timber sales will be offered in 2022, end quote. But this is just a temporary respite for the forest. Save Jackson Coalition responded by saying, quote, a temporary halt in sales is a great first step. Now we need an official moratorium and a commitment to fully review the management plan, end quote. For example, Casper 500 is still under consideration for future logging operations, which is an essential watershed area for any possible future salmon recovery efforts. Longtime local Veronica was on site to support the protesters, and this is what she has to say. Casper 500 is in my backyard. It's a responsibility that this community needs to take on, is that this is our, our forest, this is our home. And if the amount of logging continues to happen within JDSF, we're not going to have anything left for our children and our grandchildren. Let's meet one of these youth activists on site today. The best carbon sequesters. Hi, my name is Sarah Rose. I am the co-founder of the Mendocino County Youth for Climate, which is a local group of concerned youth. Um, working with the coalition to save JDSF. Our next event is in Sacramento. We're school striking to Sacramento on March 25th. We're striking, yeah, we're striking school on the Friday, March 25th and going to Sacramento for a rally. This coming spring, things will heat up again and we are hoping to have a lot of support. That's all. That's for KZYX News, I'm Carrie Ann Bourne. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.